You want your business to succeed. Technology can get you there. Let's throw open the IT closet door and explore how technology is impacting your goals. Join us on Business Plus Tech Equals Success with your host, CEO of Sabino Comtech and industry unicorn, Nancy Sabino. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on our very first episode of Business Plus Tech Equals Success. And today, I wanted to basically have an introduction episode where uh, hopefully you get to know a little bit about me, about my business, uh, which is Sabino Comp Tech, and my favorite person in the world, my business partner and my life partner, Angel Sabino. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, really what we have in common with you, which is being business owners and some of the things that we've gone through uh, trying to start up our own business and um, differences between early beginnings and uh, later on. So, Angel, if you will introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about you, uh, we can start there. All right. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Angel Sabino. I'm a co-owner, co-founder. Anyways, I help Nancy run Sabino Contact. Um, I mean, not much to know about me. I like video games. Uh, I like what we do. Um, that's all I got. And you're super handsome. Well, Don't forget you. that part. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> um, all right. So one of the things that I love about what we do is that I can truly put myself in client shoes because we are business owners, too. Uh, and we go through the exact same things. We have the exact same questions and the same issues. And we happen to literally just know more about IT because that's what we do than other business owners. So I find it that it's easier for us to make certain decisions when it comes to our business and technology. So that's something that I want to share with our audience. Um, so Angel, what stands out the most to you when you think about how we started our business? What stands out the most on a technical aspect or just in general, how terrible that is? <laughs> um, in general, I think. Let's start there uh, because the technology part, that's, you know, obviously that's what we do. And so that's, I think that will naturally come into play. Well, on a, on a general basis, you know, it's, it is a scary um yet empowering thing to to go through if that makes any sense it's um you know you put so much thought and effort into starting something and at, at the end of the day no matter what it is whether you're starting a bakery or a daycare center or the next you know billion dollar company you don't know if it's going to work out um so there's like this this leap that has to happen um, and it's scary you know, but at the same time, you get to, you know, go to bed that first night and think, I, I did this thing and it's going to work out. Um, and, you know, and I'm in it for the long haul. That's true. I mean, we often say that it's um, our business is our second 
second, third. How many children do we have? <laughs> uh, it's our third baby because uh, we have two children. Um, but it it often feels like it's something that has come from you. So the uh, just taking care of it and growing it, nurturing it, all of those things is such a heavy responsibility. And you have to make the right decisions in order to make it successful, which is very scary. But rewarding at the same time. And I think that's the that's the interesting part about starting a business. Yeah, absolutely. And the rewarding aspect to it, at least to me, is oftentimes the people and the connections that you make along the way uh, that will help you avoid mistakes, um, especially when you're first starting up. So mistakes. what are we made no mistakes? <laughs> <sighs> if only. Uh, what are some of the mistakes that you feel we avoided because IT was our business, um, especially in the early stages? Um, I, I think that we were because because we were already in the IT space. I think it it set us up to be able to change things when they needed to be changed on that aspect, at least like this new software came out and it would make things better for how our employees worked or how our customers interacted with us or how our day to day went or whatever the case might be. Um, but because we started out with technology, I guess, as a as an important factor of what we do, because it is what we do. You know, when something needed to change, it was like um, it, it made it easier to do it, maybe because we had less fear of uh, of that change. You know, it was it was just another piece of technology. So it was, you know, we just got to figure it out and see how it's going to help or not help or, um, you know, maybe a little bit of just the kind of people that we are. You know, it was like you're, you're pretty good at ripping Band-Aids off and <laughs> I guess the rest of us are pretty good at, at putting the ointment on and make it feel better. Um, the that whole aspect of ripping the bandit, I think that definitely helped us in the sense that uh, we're both impatient when it comes to certain things. So we didn't have to wait for somebody else to be available to be able to make these things happen. It was, you know, late nights, lots of coffee and Red Bull and whatever else we could get our hands on in order to stay awake, to be able to come to the office the next day and tell our team, oh, by the way, we have a new software and we're training on it today. <laughs> yeah, there's a new thing. Here it goes. Yeah. Everything is changing. <laughs> yeah, that's something that they hated well, for sure. It, but but you know what, though? That brings up a good point um, because having technology as a as a Built as a building block, I guess, for our our business, it it made um, it made even that pushback from our internal team that it, it's going to happen. You know, when you change how things go day to day, even if the way things go is annoying, you know, if it takes twenty steps to to get that scanned image or whatever, and you figured out a, a new awesome software with some cool buttons and some cool features that's going to cut it down to five steps, somehow. Somebody's going to be upset about that, um, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. and I think, yeah, and we were always just like, nope, this is going to be better. Trust us. It's going to happen. And, you know, after a couple of days, they were like, oh, you know what? This is actually 10 times better. Change is hard. Um, 
it, I, and I think that's the one thing that in technology is a constant, I mean, in life in general, but in technology, it's a constant thing where if you upgrade something, if you um, decide that you need a I mean, new server, new software, new, new whatever, it means a change. It means that you're going to have to change your process. It's going to change the way you think about certain things. So I think that's something that is hard for people um, to uh, buy into is change. So do you think that that is something that most business owners are afraid of and why some of them may not change their technology when they need to? Oh, of course. Yeah. The, especially if you think about the fact that, once again, we're, we're lucky in that aspect because technology is what we do. So the upfront cost, the thought about how is that even going to be a thing, the ideas of how something can connect to something else. It's like, we will sit down and dream of these things until the middle of the night. Um, but if this isn't what you do every day, if you're, if you, you know, you spend your time preparing taxes or, you know, litigating cases, whatever that might be. Um, the last thing you're thinking of is how your line of business software can be better. You just want it to work. Um, so that, that fear is definitely there um, on a, I mean, it's got to be there, it, you know, and I know that we've both seen it and experienced it when we go to talk to clients and um, they tell us, hey, you know, we're, it's always like this begrudging thought, like we're thinking about changing our software, you know, <laughs> and, and you, you, you feel this need, especially as, you know, consultants and the, the, the IT people that they're looking at, where I feel this need to like shift the, the energy of that conversation and be like, well, this is great news. It's, it's going to be better. And what, what are the new advancements this will give you um, to try to shine a light on the fact that this should be a, a positive conversation um, if it needs to be, you know what I mean? Or if it can be. And 95% of the time it, it is, it should be a better, you know, a, a better conversation because it should be the fact that they're wanting to upgrade something or they're trying to solve a problem that they have with the current software. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it's scary. It's just as scary as starting a new business because you built, you know, let's say another company, they built their business off of whatever technology stack or tools that they understood at the time. And there's companies that will hold on to those stacks for forever. And then, you know, suddenly, you know, that software no longer works on your 2003 server and you have to figure it out. And at that point it's like, Oh no, we have to use a new software. It's like, a yeah, new the server. World, How about that? A new server, <laughs> 2003 yeah, the world has moved on in those 17 years. Yeah. Um, I think also the, um, the fear that you're going to have to train your team on whatever change is also a thing. Realizing that, well, I guess several things. Not only is your business going to be down um, through a transition, but then you have to train your people. And if you have people that are also afraid of change, that's something else to get them to buy into and to trust you on. Uh, so it's definitely several things that I think that go into whether a business owner chooses to maintain or to keep up with the technology that will help them advance their business or not. So when it comes to 
the startup phase of a business and when they're making those initial decisions of, okay, I am ready to start a business. What do I need in order to get started? What do you think are some of the mistakes that people make? They don't buy enough liquor. <laughs> okay, this is a technology question. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. All right. um, you know, it's especially when things are starting off. Um, I think the, the simplest, one of the simplest things that, that I, in my, in my you know, view that's overlooked is some kind of standardization. Um, and that word can mean so many things to so many people. Uh, but I'm talking about at, at the simplest level, you know, make sure as much as you can that people are using the same hardware, uh, you know, or the same, and, and the same software. You'd be surprised how, how much of a herd mentality, you know, hive mind kind of thing can happen when you have, you know, five, six, seven people all using similar or the exact same hardware. If Jim doesn't know where the extra USB port is, there's a high chance that Sally might know because they're all using the same thing. And then vice versa. Jim might know how to mute the mic on the keyboard and Sally might not have any clue. Um, but if everyone's using stuff that's, you know, in the same models in the same years, Similar equipment, you, you end up, everybody can help each other a lot more that way. Um, it, I know it seems small and it might seem stupid, but you're, you're, you can shave off so much time from somebody Googling how to mute mic on new laptop for two hours when someone could just go, oh, it's, you know, the, hold your FN key and then press F5 and then, oh, there you go, problem solved. Um, and then when it comes to software, you know, especially when you first start out, you might not be looking into some kind of line of business software. But if some of your people are using, you know, I don't know, Word and some other people are using something else that isn't Word that I can't think of the name of at this moment in time, it, uh, you know, you, you end Google. up with this. <laughs> oh, Google Docs. Yeah. I guess. There you go. <laughs> someone else is using something like Google Docs. And, you know, if people are using different tools, but to get to the same end goal, um, you end up with that same disparity between how did you do this or what, what what should I be? How can I open this file that you sent me? Why can't I open this file that you sent me? Whereas if we're all using the same program, uh, collaboration should be that much better. So uniformity and um, being able to um, have predictability, ultimately speaking. Yeah, people, if, if there's some kind of standard when it comes to your hardware and software from the get-go, uh, you'd be surprised how much everyone can help each other out just by everyone pressing different buttons in the same software and learning together. That's a good point, especially when if you're at a point where you don't necessarily need that um, uh, internal IT feeling um, when you're literally, when you can fix a lot of the issues either on your own or using a company by the hour um, to help you get by that kind of thing uh, for sure. But I think the other aspect of that is that it helps you to set up a good foundation, which is something that I think a lot of companies um, may not start off with. Um, so how important do but you, you think? You also need to define. You need to define 
uh, starting off as well. You know, you say starting off to me, and I think Nancy and Angel, you know, working out of their living room with a baby under the desk. <laughs> oh, uh, those the baby were the liked days. being the baby liked being under the desk. For some reason, she decided that's where she wanted to nap. We didn't put a baby under a desk. Just want to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. No, I did not keep my babies under the desk <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> he threw me off there. <laughs> yeah, but so there's a difference from a startup at that point and a startup that's like already a team of 10 people. And, you know, there's some kind of either money or, found, or, or uh, you know, the idea of a foundation is already there. Uh, yeah, no, it, which is a great point because I think that there's definitely different phases of a startup or different stories uh, in how people start off. So if we're talking about a single person with a laptop um, kind of launching their, their solopreneur career, then that's going to be completely different than a doctor who's starting off with a staff of five. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but there are still startups as a whole, but the needs are going to be a little bit different at that point as well. And the foundations that they need to set are going to be different as well. Um, so when it comes to a good foundation with your technology, how would you say, how important is that? I mean, starting off with a good foundation has to be one of the most important things uh, because it, it, it could set the stage for, I mean, every interaction with technology that you will have moving forward, uh, whether that's with, you know, doing it yourself, whether that's with getting, you know, break fix support or whether that's working with, you know, a, a regular, you know, outsourced IT like what we do that that foundation is going to set I'm sorry, that sir, but we're not regular. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean. You know. Um, but, you know, it's like that, that foundation can set that stage for every interaction that you as the business owner will have with your technology moving forward. Um, I mean, it, and it could change things so much. There's such a difference between having things, you know, set up on this, on a rickety, I guess, for lack of a better word, foundation where, you know, either things weren't set up correctly or they were just kind of hodgepodge together or, or the right equipment wasn't purchased or the right equipment wasn't purchased. I mean, there's so many levels of what a foundation could be that if if any of those pieces are wrong, especially since they all rely on each other, that that experience when you go to touch it, move it, change it, upgrade it, any of these things sounds like I'm going to start gonna a song. Start, yeah. <laughs> We've got some music um, for you. Psh, psh, psh. I am terrible beatboxer. My goodness. But you know, it, it it changes how all those experiences will be. You know, when a new or when you go to change something, you oh, you know, we want to try out this new software. Oh, well, yeah, we already have a, a a network set up and a server set up, and you get a, a you know a consultant come in and they start they start poking around. They're like, oh yeah, well, oh well, that server is in a work group. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that you can't use this software because it requires a domain and that you can't do all these things. So now you have to, no, well, now I'm taking 10 steps back because I thought I had everything set up to upgrade or to do something better because I paid all this money, you know, two, three years ago when I started my company. It's like, well, 
it wasn't done the way you thought it was supposed to, or, well, you know, some things were, were shaved off or skimped on in order to, to kind of make it work. And now that simple upgrade that you already had to convince yourself was a good idea becomes, you know, a double upgrade. Well, now I have to change all of this in order to even support that. That reminds me of a time when we were first starting off and we were in the living room and the workload that I had, I wouldn't say that this was a mistake, but it was definitely um, something that happened much quicker than expected. So when we were first starting off, I had only certain tasks to do because that's literally all there was for me to do. We had purchased me a certain type of laptop and it wasn't as a, it wasn't a strong laptop whatsoever, but it could handle the level of work that I had at the time. And within months, I would say, um, it was no longer sufficient and it was slowing me down and I was getting frustrated with it. And so even though this laptop had just been purchased a few months prior, it was no longer enough. And so we had to then get me another laptop that would then support the level of work that I was doing at the time and any growth that would happen within that time. So if we didn't understand what was happening at that time, we would have definitely blamed technology on it. But instead, it's realizing that the planning aspect of it and the type of equipment that you get and how you set it up is going to be quite a difference. Yeah, that story normally is, I just bought this thing. Why is it so slow? This sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and this, this feeling of, you know, buying something else isn't going to solve my problem because I just bought this thing. And it's like, well, actually, you know, you didn't realize what you bought or you weren't informed enough on what you bought. And it's actually not enough to do this feature or function that, that you're trying to do. Um, you know, so that, that story is, it normally goes in that opposite, in the opposite direction. You are correct. Yeah. So if you start off with a certain idea of, oh, well, we're not going to grow past a certain number of people um, and you buy a server with that idea, you set it up in the sense of a work group is enough um, and we're not going to need certain functions, but then your business takes off. It you know, blows up within a matter of a couple of years because you're so awesome. And all of a sudden, boom, that server that you purchased is no longer adequate. And that foundation is not enough. That foundation is not enough. Oh, man. So what would you say are the top three foundational technical things that a business needs to be successful? Did you, did you point out technical? Because you were afraid I was going to say liquor again? Yeah, you were going to say like uh, tequila, añejo, bourbon, mm -hmm. <laughs> which, yes, <laughs> for sure. But what else? <laughs> so technical things that are... Top three. I mean, there's so many of them. I don't know if I can just give you three. If I had to choose certain things, you know, um, you, know you don't want to get too, too into that stuff because, you know, especially when you're asking a, a, a tech person, they'll start telling you, oh, you need this, this, this 
script and this this domain controller and that and that's not that's not really the the story that that you know I would want to tell somebody. You know, it's I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier. Have some kind of standardization. Um, doesn't matter what it is, but just have that thought of there there should be some kinds of standards. Standards with our hardware. Standards with you know what we do with the technology. Standards with the the software. Um, if you start there, that, that's at least going in the right direction. Another thing I can think of is start thinking about things like security before it's a problem. Um, security means a lot to a lot of people as well. Uh, you know, I'm not saying you have to have, you know, eyeball scanners before you can turn on your computer or some crazy stuff like that. But if if things at the foundational level are set up with some kind of security in mind, then later on when you do grow and your company now has three or four or five more people and you want some kind of, I don't know, something simple, a separation in your folder structure. Um, you know, we these files should be HR files and these files can be files that anyone can look at. Having to make that split later on is always harder than just starting that way. Sometimes it feels silly to have an HR folder department or you know, security things set up for you when you're when you're three or four people. Um, but when you're 10 people and you need that separation, you'll be thanking yourself that you set it up that way from the beginning. Um, so organization um, being a part of that foundation in the organization with, with in the sense of... As a, with security yeah. as, a, as a mindset. The security part of it is like, Having having it organized, you know, something like a file structure so that it, it can be separated. But security could mean other things too. You know, making sure people have good passwords on their on their machines and you know, like st- simple things that you know when you're when you're starting off or when you're small, you think, what does it matter who wants the the three hundred dollars in in our bank account right now? But you have customers, and if your customers have money then their money might be worth more than your $300. And if they can get to your customer stuff through you, then it, it, you know, your stuff should be secure. In whatever fashion you can think of, in whatever way that might be, start thinking of security early. Um, and a, a third thing, I don't know, Nancy, do you have a third thing that you can let me borrow? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, don't be afraid. I have a third thing. Don't be afraid to get help. Uh, that help could be, oh, no, I was going to say that help can be from like your nephew, but I don't know if that's good help. It might be good help. If you have the right nephew, my nephew could help you. <laughs> Our nephew could help you. Yeah, he, he's also 14. Uh, shout out to Devin. Um, he's going to be 15 in a couple days, but um, but still. <laughs> It has to be the right person. Yeah, where I was going with that was don't be afraid to get help. Um, It doesn't always have to be a ridiculous amount of money. Um, And it it doesn't always have to be, um, you know, more than you expected, I guess. Not even just financially, but just on the technical level of it. Um, Sometimes it helps to just talk to someone that does what, you know, what you're looking for to find out where you might be missing or where you could end up going to, you know, in six months or a year. Um, and I'm going to add on to that, that um, sometimes, uh, especially as you're starting off a business, you think of um, an expense as in dollars. And the other aspect to getting help and getting the right type of help is um, 
you know, sometimes it may be a little bit more expensive, but what is it going to save you in the end? Um, so thinking more along the lines of value versus the dollar amount expense, because if you hire someone on a consulting basis that may save you a hundred a thousand dollars with what they help you figure out, then that's going to be worth it in the long run. Getting help. Yeah, getting help. I like that. Um, I'm going to add one more important thing uh, for the foundational aspects of it. And this is purely from our experience. Um, documentation. And I am... I am a documentation, hmm, what I'm trying to find a non-offensive word. <laughs> mm. um, <laughs> I, uh, general, I, I guess, uh, where I am continuously telling our team and our clients, document, document, document. I have notes, notes, notes as a, as a thing within our office, only because it's not only going to help you, the business owner, get it to the right people whenever you need to, but then you also have it available to yourself and you don't have to occupy, excuse me, you don't have to occupy brain space trying to hold certain information in if you have it documented. Documentation is beautiful. <laughs> it is. Um, so I wanted to, we have... Ooh, 44 minutes have gone by already. I can't believe it. It's been so quick. Um, so to wrap things up, I wanted to ask, what is the worst case scenario that you have walked into as far as um, a business that was not set up right. Don't say any names. <laughs> um, but what is the worst case scenario that you've seen and why? And that way we can put up some some red flags of like, don't do for folks out there. That is such a big question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... If I had to say some some of the, it, it's kind of like a mixture of things though, because I feel like there's never been one situation. And funny enough, we were talking about something similar just the other day, but there, I feel like there's never been one situation that was just the worst situation. There's been there's been some that feel um, bigger than others, and that might be due to you know user size this client was 20 and this client is 50 so obviously the one that's 50 is going to feel bigger but the impact on those companies is still the same in the sense that if you know that 50 person company got bad advice and they were set up on a bad foundation and it's been you know hodgepodge along for x amount of years and and they're they feel like they're struggling and they don't know why and it turns out oh well you're losing millions of dollars a month or whatever it is um, because of these fundamental technical issues. And if we come in and clean some of this up, you're going to, you're going to save millions of dollars a month and it's going to be so much better because of that, yeah, that those millions of dollars are, are for the 10 person company or the 20 person company. It's going to be a different number. It's a hundred thousand dollars, let's say. Um, but it's just as big of an impact. Um, so I don't want to say the worst. 
I don't, I don't know if there is a worst. I think they're they're all bad. <laughs> 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 to, to be perfectly honest, I wish there was a situation that that we walked into that was just beautiful and perfect, and um, you know, and and oh, my phone's ringing. Uh, beautiful and perfect, and that that there wasn't something to to pick out and say, um, you know, that this could be done better, and that that shouldn't be done that way. Um, you know, red red flags would be for me, and I okay, that that would be what I would say. If you feel at all like you are getting a bad vibe from wherever your consulting or help or IT assistance is coming from at this moment in time, it's a red flag. It shouldn't even be. A thought. If you if you have, it's like if if you know if somebody's handling my money and I get a, a an uncomfortable feeling. And the only reason I bring money up is because I'm real weird about financials. Um, but if I got a bad vibe and and you know why is this being done that way or how come you know that wasn't paid on time or where are my taxes, whatever the question might be, um, to me that's just a, an immediate red flag and I'm uncomfortable with it. And you should never, in my eyes, feel uncomfortable about your 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 technology, your IT setup, or how things are going, um, that should be an immediate red flag. Whether it's an internal IT person, an outsourced IP, IT person, or or break fix your work. nephew, or your nephew, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've run into stuff like that too. You know, sometimes it sucks. You you have a long-standing relationship. Da, da, da. So that 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 would be my advice. Don't let a relationship or you know, your, your consultant that you've trusted for X amount of time, don't let that get in the way of your business succeeding because technology can bring it down. And sometimes you don't even realize how much it's affecting it. So that's Ooh. always the worst thing, Nancy, is the, their, their current, which is the reason why they come find us. If it's not a startup, it's because they got that, that there's something not right or something bad happened. Yeah, that, that is very true. That is great advice to leave everybody with. Um, Angel, how do people find you? They find you. <laughs> well, you can I'm find sure Angel I am on somewhere LinkedIn. somewhere behind you with pom-poms. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but you can find Angel on LinkedIn. You can also find more information about our company, Sabino Comp Tech, on our website, sabinocomptech.com. And I'll have all of this in the show notes. Um, and if you are in a position where you are feeling uncomfortable or you are starting to question your current IT situation, reach out and um, you know, feel free to ask us questions. We'd be happy to answer them for you. Even if we are not the right fit for you, we can talk through that and um, at least point you in the right direction. Well, thank you very much for listening in for our first episode. I am so excited that you decided to spend this time with us and hopefully you got to know us a little bit better. And I am looking forward to the rest of the season of our foundational season at um, the Business Plus Tech Equals Success podcast. Thank you.